everyone. Hello. And welcome to episode 92 of the D&D Music Factory podcast. I am David. And I'm Dan. And Dan, tell everybody what we will be breaking down today. So this week, I figured we'd throw it back to our childhood, to where it all began, to the first time your parents planted you down in front of a television to get you to shut the fuck up for at least an hour. Uh, I think it was, yeah. Probably that this is probably a good choice. Like this then. is this yeah. is the fodder for it, man. Yeah, we're counting down our one hundred or our one hundred. That would be something. Our ten favorite songs from Disney animated movies. Yep. Now we are very harshly we dis disincluded anything from DreamWorks Pixar. Mm-hmm. We're like not the same right. separate producing crew because they deserve their own. And even though now they are technically owned by them. I it's think still DreamWorks di- is technically Warner Brothers, but like yeah, some weird. Even though they're Pixar all is now Fox. under Disney, yeah, it's like yeah, they're all just owned by Pharma at this yeah, point. Yeah, um, Pfizer owns all of them. Um, but we were like, no, 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 it's got to be Disney specific. Yeah, yeah, because they got to be animated. It can't be a live action, right? Because again, they 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 have they are very deserving of their own list in their own right, and we. If we included them, it would have just made this way more difficult. Yeah, it would have um, taken forever. And, yeah. like, is there music in the Mighty Ducks? I mean, that's what I would have tried well, to pick. Well, to be fair, not every Disney movie is a strong contender for music. I mean, yeah. some of these are way... Like, some of these, we could have picked any song from the movie. And some of them, you never look back on and think of for the music. That's like, true. Uh, like, The Great Mouse Detective. Has anybody ever talked about... The music from Great Mouse Detective? No. You know, you know what, what I mean? was noticed very upset? A lot of the movies in my head that I remember from a child mm-hmm. that were like cartoon, I'm like, oh, what about this? What about, uh, you know, An American Tale or Five Goes West? And I was like, those aren't Disney movies. Yeah. Those are Spielberg. Yeah, just those other... are or All Dogs Go to Heaven, uh, Rock-A-Doodle. Oh, oh, Rock-A-Doodle. Fuck yeah. That's uh, such a good movie. That like all of them, you're like, nah, these aren't, they're not Disney. Yeah. And like, like I said, like Sword in the Stone. That doesn't have... <laughs> I don't think that had a single song in yeah, it. The Page Master. Yeah, but that's part live action. I guess so. Yeah, it starts that way. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but either way, like you know, not all of them are <laughs> built the same way. Or even like uh, I was saying uh, to somebody yesterday, I was like, Newsies, ton of music in that, but it's live action. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I didn't know it was a Disney movie. <laughs> yeah, it's also but Christian it Bale's Hollywood debut. Yeah, man, pretty wild stuff. Um, so I'm actually going to throw a little bit of a curveball at you because I think that it'll be a little bit more fun for this episode. Maybe this will be something we do, um, going forward, but I think we should do the B sides before our number one pick. Okay. Create a little tension for everybody. You know what I mean? Like see Uh, if people can kind of start figuring out what maybe we might be narrowing down to. Twisting the format, flicking my nips a little. Yeah, exactly. See, I was so I was going to just have like like a wild tiger in here to create the tension, but instead I decided that uh, that that's what we would do. Yeah, if you want to command your fear, ain't nothing scarier than driving a car with a live cougar. Uh, we're not talking John Mellencamp. Um, yeah, so I think we'll we'll save the B sides towards a little bit later because that'll allow people to kind of guess as it goes along, maybe. Because I, like I think it. some of these are going to be more obvious, but because they're the best. Yeah, and like this is one of those things where like the the good ones are so fucking good. Um, it still was very difficult to narrow these down because I think that there's some where it's just like. I just got to get something from this movie in here because all of these songs are worthy of this list. That's very fair. You know what I mean? Like some some movies were just like 
you know, four, five, six songs that all could be in here. Um, Especially uh, when Disney hit the the real sweet spot at the end of the 80s. Early 90s, Where they were like, let's get real famous songwriters (laughs) to record and write some songs here. Yeah, dude. You're like, yeah, turns out. Yeah, it turns out there's a lot of really talented people that can turns do that. Turns out some of these guys with five gold records are really good at writing songs for people. Yeah, right? Even kids. Um, yeah, it's, it is pretty wild, too, if you think back on... Well, then when they started doing that, but still, I mean, they still do that. Like, yeah. they still use a lot of still these... Still Win-Manuel Miranda writing right, songs like there's, for, like, Moana and stuff. Like, there's... There's big names amazing. that are going to come up. Um, so, yeah, the, I mean... The name of the guy that wrote the... The person that wrote the Frozen songs is, like, a huge name in song I thought writing. it was him. Uh, I don't know if it's Lin-Manuel. That I don't know. I don't know. I just assume it is. I d- without. <laughs> I doing assume any anything research. musical, anything musical theatery that comes out. Is yeah, just, it's, it's a pretty fair bet. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. So yeah, this is definitely like it's definitely one that we've talked about doing for a while, and I think a lot of people will enjoy it because this is, you know, like like you said, it's childhood. It's like stuff you look back on fondly. Dude, if you want to throw on Disney karaoke for a oh group my god of, for a group of people like. You will see people rip these songs. Oh, yeah. Like, people know every word. Even, like, some of these dudes, I haven't heard these songs in, you know, 30 years. Right. And I'm like, oh, man, I still remember every word to this. Yeah. What's funny, too, is, like, I've kind so I've kind of made this rule for myself that I know for a fact that I'm going to have to watch a lot of these movies Hundreds of thousands of times, I, pretty soon. I rewatched the one last night just to re-familiarize I myself. I did with I. I showed Tully one of them, and I think it might be the second time that she's watched that one. But I, I've been intentionally avoiding Disney movies with her because she doesn't pay attention to yeah, them. Yeah, she's too young to absorb. She, if it's not Elmo or Miss Rachel or Bluey, she does like Bluey, which is great for me. Everyone likes Bluey. That's true. Um, but I've just I. I've tried not to watch them because I know how much I'm going to have to. Like, if I put on the sword and the stone for her when she's four, she's not going to give a shit. But, like... like, Really, I'm watching it until he's with me. Right. But the other (laughs) ones, it's going to be reversed. She's going to be watching it, and I'm just there. Like, just hitting play every hour and 45 minutes. Hitting refresh. The worst part is the when kids fixate because they like... They do not like unpredictability yeah. at a certain age, so they want to watch the same one mm-hmm. over and over. Yeah, and, over. and I know that's coming, so I don't yeah. want to like you overdo it out. now. Yeah, before it it really you know wears me down. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I wanted I, I should have rewatched a lot more of these recently, but I've been putting that off for her. You know, good making dad sacrifices. stuff. Yeah, making sacrifices. Cause I'm a good dad. And I just don't want to be annoyed in the future. I'm actually a horrible dad. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, with that out of the way, Dan, why don't we kick it off with your number five pick? Number five for me is the movie I rewatched last night. It comes from the undersold Disney movie. I think a lot of people will recognize and love this. Released in 2002, Treasure Planet. Now, this movie is a updated space version of treasure island yeah um released in 2002 the song is called i'm still here by johnny resnick of the goo goo dolls fame um it is clearly immediately goo goo dolls oh, singing yeah. this song yeah yeah it's so but it's got goo all over it it's a great movie about a kid who is kind of 
uh, listless and doesn't know what he's got and doesn't believe he has a future. Stuck on a dead end planet with his mom who runs a hotel or an inn, I guess you would call it. When he gets the opportunity to find the lost treasure planet. And it's very exciting. He joins a ship. They they build a sh- they hire a ship. The cook is Long John Silver, who it turns out is a pirate who's planning to mutiny the crew and steal the ship. And it's awesome. Um, And the main character, uh, the main character being Jim, Jim Hawkins, um, is uh, played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt, young, young JGL. And it's great, man. The cast in this, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Emma Thompson's in it, David Hyde Pierce, Martin Short. It's fantastic, dude. Laurie Metcalf's on there. It's a great movie, and it's one of the first ones that I remember that had the like mix of CGI and hand animation. So like, it would have these big ship scenes or like these crazy planet showings where everything's like blowing up and exploding, but then all the characters and motion and speech is hand animated. It was great. It looks a little dated. Yeah. But this song fucking slaps, dude. It's just a big giant like. Like, uh, you know, I want to be something. I want to get out there. I want to be my own man. And, you know, everyone tells me that I'm that I'm wrong and I'm nothing, but I'm not. I'm going to show him. And it's great, man. It's, dude, he's like future rocket sailboat skateboarding in it. Yeah. Like, it's. Yeah, it's, got, it's like a little Marty McFly yeah, dude, kind of he's thing. He's like it's grinding awesome. rails and yeah. shit. It's so, and like when this is playing, he's like surfing around and it's like this great, like, He's super Gen X-y where he's mm-hmm. wearing like a, a military surplus coat and combat boots. Yeah. And he's got a middle part with a rat tail in the back. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. He takes over the boat and the guy's like goes slow and he floors it. It's awesome. Yeah, it's so good. Um, And uh, there's a tiny little like flubber character instead of a parrot because it's, it's pirates, but it's technically space. So they can't just have a parrot in space. How would it fly? There's no oxygen. They actually don't address the oxygen thing in the whole movie, but that's, that's not You know important. what? That's also, not what we're like, there for. Why would a ship in space have sails? I mean, right. solar wind exists, sure, but yeah, I don't know. If you believe in it. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> that's just something NASA made up <laughs> to explain the moon landing. I just like to say like random shit like that whenever anybody, anybody talks about space, just because I know somebody's going to be like, what? What? <laughs> what do you mean there's no rocks yeah, in I mean, space? I guess, if, I guess yeah. if you think the Earth's round. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, I had to throw this on there, man. I think this is... It's a really underrated It's an movie underrated Disney song. movie. Yeah. It was great, man. And this song rules. Yeah, it does. Um, it's very Goo Goo Dolls-esque. It's, it's clearly written by them. Dude, it's got... Yeah, it's... And as it's soon as I nice... cut the movie on, I was like... I was like, oh, right. Yes, this is... And it's perfectly used. This like, is one I'm excited to rewatch again. I, I can't see my daughter being into it, but Dude, you never it's know. great. Um, and what's-his-name's in there? We've talked about him. Uh, the guy that plays Top Dog in The Crow. Oh, he plays the lobster name. character. Yes. And he's like, what are you doing here, cabin boy? Like, it's it's fucking awesome. That was creepy. Um, yeah, it's like it's he's so good. At one part, he's going to kill Jim Hawkins and John Silver saves him. It's oh, great. Nice. Uh, so, Dave, what do you got up for us at number five? All right. Up at number five for me is You're Welcome from the 2016 Disney masterpiece Moana. This is done by The Rock, which is by far the most impressive thing about them putting a song into a movie. Like, 
you could have never convinced anybody before they heard this that The Rock could pull this off. But he does. It's fantastic. The singing part's great. The rapping part's great. I think the um, rapping part is way underrated. It is, and it really makes the song. And it also, like, so I feel like my list is definitely more focused on the movies that I like the most, I guess, too. Um, and this is definitely one that, obviously, being more recent, but this is one of my favorites. Um, yeah. It's so good. Um, it, it was tough to choose a single song from this one and narrow it down. How far will I go? That Moana Sings is a beautiful yeah. song, too. I feel like for um, for new, this is the best one of... The more recent. Since 2010, for sure. Well, there will be people that disagree with you strongly about one, but... Um, I'm not one of them. I don't. I didn't like Frozen. I didn't. I feel like eh, the lesson me. is that a man will come and fix things. It's it's not. Yeah, yeah. Not I, I, it's. I don't yeah. love the song either. So. Yeah. Nah, I'm, I'm with you. This had multiple songs in it that are awesome. Oh yeah. Like so yeah, good. This is yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, Sh- Shiny was fantastic too. Oh dude, that da- it's a David Bowie song. Yeah. Like it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I love that this is just like. The animation changes throughout the song when they do the uh, in the movie, and it's very. I mean, the whole movie is just an awesome tribute to Pacific Islander people. They did a ton of research. Lin Manuel Miranda, who we were talking about before, is actually the one who wrote this, uh, and he s- talks about in an interview how he not only did a ton of you know looking into the people of Polynesia and um, you know what the what their both beliefs were and their their culture and things like that but then he goes on to talk about how the rock everyone was nervous about how he was going to pull it off but apparently the rock came up to him immediately and said hey where's my song like he was like ready to go yeah. right off the bat i'm making a disney movie he's like hey it's where's a disney my movie. song Where, obviously i'm singing in this so i think it's awesome that he was like that, that there wasn't any hesitation he just went full into it and was just like yeah, I'm doing this. Do this ever, is exactly why I signed up for this. And he pulls it off so well. I it's saw so an good. interview of him on the Graham Norton show. Oh, when he and they're sings like, it? Oh, can you sing the song? He's yeah. like, I'm not going to sing the whole thing. He's like, I'll do the rap, though. Because I. he's like, every time I meet a kid, mm-hmm. and he's like, I always want to throw it out for them. He's like, yeah. so I remember it perfectly. That's awesome. And he did it, and like everyone was like, God, you're fucking amazing. It's <laughs> such an awesome like addition to it, and it's not. it doesn't feel like forced. And it cuts it, to his tattoos. Yeah, the, how the tattoos like, move as he's narrating everything, and then the fact that the entire song was just a trick moana into going into the cave so he could lock her in there and steal her shit her little boat yeah hilarious um, such a great the opposite of a humble like song exactly <laughs> like, yeah i'm great so it's okay you can say you're welcome yeah like, exactly it's it's very not like a lot of other disney songs there's there's others that are just like it um but yeah it's not like a heartfelt yeah it's just a fun it's like I did everything thing. for you. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, it's it's awesome, and um, it was so apparently the island is inspired by Morea, which is where one of the places I went on my honeymoon. So that's always made it a extra special. For, oh, nice for Laura and I too. So um, yeah, very cool. I just I love the movie. I love all the music, but that's the one that uh, that that I chose. All right, Dan. What do you have up for us in number four? So number four for me. Some people may know me as a previous hater of this movie um, that I was, I've gone and said, I didn't think it was that good. I went back and rewatched this movie last night. It's as good as everyone says. Yeah. It's the best movie. This is one, two, one 
from a goofy movie. I'm so mad that you took by this. Powerline. In the movie, sung by Powerline. In real life, sung by a uh, singer named Tevin Campbell. Um, and also Rosie Gaines as uh, the female part. Uh, so this was released in 1995. The sweet spot, man. Mm-hmm. But no real, no high-end singer-songwriters on this, man. This was all in-house stuff. And this is one of the last ones that I remember that didn't have a big name attached. It was just like... Dude, Probably because it wasn't as big of a budget movie. Like, it was... I feel like most yeah. people didn't know this movie. It's a great... Uh, an incredible father-son story. Oh, my God, About yeah. uh, a father who wants to hold on to his son... And a son who wants nothing more than a breakaway. And to grow up. And yeah. grow up and be his own man. Mm-hmm. And them both coming to terms with that fact. And it's so good. And learning how to, like, that they can still do both of those oh, together. When, when Max blows up at Goofy. Oh. And, like, you're, like, my heart, man. in my heart, dude. Oh, you could feel it. And then, like, all Goofy wants is to love you. And you're, like, but, Goofy, you need to realize, yeah. like, he's not a boy anymore. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Um, he's I a little bird. You gotta let him fly. Yeah, you, he's a peacock. He's a peacock. You gotta <laughs> let him fly. I'm a peacock captain. All right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, bird. How you doing? How's your mother? Uh, but anyway, it's it's a power line is basically like future prince that is dressed like new jack every new jack swing guys group. Yeah, it was amazing, man. Um, Max and his girlfriend were obsessed. Oh yeah. Um, also, most people didn't realize. I don't. I didn't know this until recently. Uh, myself that Pete, Goofy's best friend, mm-hmm. is a cat. Pete's a cat. What? Yeah, Pete's not a dog. Pete's a cat. No fucking way. Yeah, he's a cat. Him Why does he have the cats. deepest voice of any character on the cats show? Cats can have deep voices, Dave. It's 2023. All right, it's 1995. Cats can have deep voices. There's no way Pete's a cat. Pete's a cat. Google it. Pete is a cat. Well, That's then why what's Goofy? Goofy's a dog. But then what's Pluto? Pluto is also a dog. Pluto is the existence of the mistreatment of the mentally handicapped in the Disney world. Is that what it is? Yeah. So he's a mentally handicapped Just like how dog? in Cars, they had a Pope, a Pope car, a Pope mobile. And you're like, that hints at the fucking, uh, <laughs> at the crucifixion of a car Christ. <laughs> Jesus. Literally. If they, um, if they have a Pope car, you're like, well, that means they murdered a car Christ at some point. Um, oh I would love to see that one. Oh, my God. <laughs> Passion of the Civic. It would be amazing. Jesus Christ. Um, so, uh, poor choice of words, Dave. Goofy um, movie. Yeah. I mean, Powerline. This song rules, man. It, do, it, dude, it rules like, so hard. This movie is... I I can't believe I doubted this and said negative things about this. I can't believe anybody could. Mostly I because just, Pauly Shore's in it. <laughs> dude, the Leaning Tower of Chisa. Body... Like it's Body. it's so great, man. Um, directed by Kevin Lima, who would go on to do big things with Pixar, as well. Um, also directed Tarzan, Enchanted. Um, was the uh, he's married to Brenda Chapman, who is the head of story for The Lion King and co-director of The Prince of Egypt and Brave. So okay. motherfucking power couple there. Yeah, for real. Um, so if anybody. Ever doubts Goofy movie the way I did. Also, he definitely never went on to work with Pixar. I misread that. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> don't let anybody come at me in comments or in text. Uh, so sorry about that. Dave, what do you got up for us at number four? All right. Up at number four for me is Be Our Guest from another masterpiece, Beauty and the Beast. 
I had to choose this one over Gaston, even though Gaston is the only song that promotes hairy men positivity. Uh, yeah. And as a man whose body is entirely covered in hair like Gaston, um, I should have chosen that. But um, I don't know. I just didn't. I like this one. The way everything kind of comes to life in the movie is they oh, start dude, singing this, it. This piece is great. They all introduce just, themselves yeah. to little Chip the Cup. Oh, Chip. Oh, or, uh, what what's, the, what's the Candle Bros name? I forget. It's French. I can't remember it. Yeah, it's got a lot of hooks in it. I know that. Um, this, is, this is one of them that they remade, and I think the world resoundingly went, why? I'm going to g- just put this out there. Um, I'm not pro live action any of this. Okay, so when we get to my number one, let's not mention it. Okay. But we'll talk about why okay, we, I was we'll okay just, with that. We'll one. table that. We'll table um, that. <laughs> but yeah, generally, I just, generally yes, speaking, I, I don't I don't I don't need that. I don't need remember, you to redo what I already have. Remember when they made two different live action Tarzans at the same time? Yeah. That was <laughs> one weird. was called Mowgli. Yeah. And one was like Tarzan King of the Apes. So weird. I, I don't know why they do that shit. Uh, yes I do, it's money. Um anyway, this version is so perfect. It's yeah. I didn't as a as a young boy. Typically, I didn't typically gra- uh, gravitate towards the girl princess. The movies. princess films. But this one was different because Gaston was kind of cool, even though he was a bad guy. And, and the, the beast, beast was cool. So badass. He's just this badass dude living in a castle. He just captures wait, this girl. Wait, and just like has his stuff talk to her until she likes him. Yeah, That's how you do it? Yeah, I guess you just need a, a castle full of magical. Uh, tableware and uh, you know a flower that's slowly losing Stockholm its petals. Syndrome. Yeah, um, yeah. I just I love this movie so much, and and like I said, the fact that like everything kind of comes to life and introduces itself is just is more significant. I thought towards the movie, um, and that dinner and ballroom dance scene mm. is insane. It's so well animated. Yeah, it's amazing for the nineties, man. It's and it's like, and pretty it's incredible. Like, I don't even understand because it's like sweeping shots through yeah. the room. I don't know how you do that with animation. It's incredible. Yeah. Um, it is uh, written by Howard Ashman, uh, who did the lyrics, and Alan Menken, who did the music. Um, and they had previously worked together on The Little Shop of Hearts and The Little Mermaid. Um, at, but unfortunately, um, Howard Ashman actually passed away of AIDS before the movie came out. So that stinks. Like, It's also like, man, what could have been with... These guys did Little Mermaid and this and Little Shop of Horrors. I mean, Little Shop of Horrors music is incredible. Yeah. Um, you know, it stinks that we lost somebody that talented so soon because, uh, you know, they, they were clearly on a pretty good run there. Yeah. Um, and now it's, it gets to the slow part and it's, oh my God. It's just yeah. like some of these like classic Disney movies too. And I consider the 90s ones, 90s ones classic, even though like that makes me old. Um the production on them is... big puffy VHS boxes. Oh, yeah. Have to crack them open. Yep. I remember my grandparents would always lose it when, like, something would come out of the vault and they could buy it again. And now it's just on Disney+. Plus. I love that, like, people <laughs> really... Everybody somehow believes that the ones they have are the ones that are worth money. Yeah, they're supposed to have, like, a star on them or something. Yeah, and it's like... Yeah. I assure you they're not. Like, yeah, probably not. Unless you bought them specifically because you knew, like... Yeah. They're just not. They weren't just selling them at Best Buy or Circuit no. City at that point. All right, Dan, why don't you take us over to your number three pick? All right. Number three for me comes to us from 
what is arguably my favorite Disney movie. This is Friend Like Me. Top two for me. From the Aladdin film. Um, If you don't know about Aladdin, you're fucking crazy. Yeah. Because it's the best, and everybody should know. And I am absolutely not talking about the 2019 live-action one with Will Smith as the creepy-ass genie. No. That's one of those things where, like, somebody... If somebody famous dies and does the performance that was done for the original genie, it should never be attempted again. No, it should absolutely just, like, let it go. I mean, Robin Williams was perfect. Literally perfect. And this song, Friend Like Me, is like, it's like a big band jazz, but it's more like a, you know, like, it reminds me of, like, a vaudeville act Mm -hmm. of, like... Where it's it's more of like an entertainer than a, a singer. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's doing all of his different parts. He's doing the horns himself. Wah, wah, wah. Mm-hmm. It's fucking great, man. And this is where he's convincing Aladdin. Like, Aladdin's like, oh, it doesn't matter if I need wishes. Like, I got nobody. I'm nothing. And he's like, hey, man. Like, you got a solid piece of firepower in your corner now. He's like, you could do anything. He's like, so ask, ask anything. I can do anything for you. And... He asked him to make him a prince. And it's fucking awesome, dude. Uh, the music numbers that follow this are incredible. Uh, the Prince Ali song is nuts with the elephants and everybody storming in. Mm-hmm. It's so great. This song, though, it's just it's so fun and silly that I feel like a lot of the big the big songs from movies I really love, but like this is so goofy and silly and Robin Williams to the core. Yeah. Which is exactly what you want. He was, like we said, he was perfectly cast in this role. When it gets to the, you ain't never had a friend, never had a friend. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, and then it ends on this big note. It's so, like, you want to, like, show show hands. Jazz hands, yeah. You want to jazz hands the whole time. Yeah. It's incredible. I couldn't have picked a better song. I love it so much. Dave. What do you got up for us next? All right. Up at number three for me is Under the Sea from another masterpiece, The Little Mermaid. Another one with a a girl-centered main character, Disney princess here. Like I said, I didn't normally watch those the most, but when we're talking about the songs or the movies with the best music, The Little Mermaid crushes all the boy ones, or most of the boy ones, like like I said earlier, Sword in the Stone doesn't hold a, yeah, a candle to this. Especially Sebastian ripping he the was ripping the, so the reggae vibes on here, dude. It was perfectly written for something yeah. like islandy and you know it's better down where it's wetter. Like yeah. it's it's fucking great, dude. And it's it's a it's a great message too. You know, trying to tell everybody or try, well, not everybody, but trying to convince Ariel that you don't need to be up there. You don't need to be dealing yeah, with all that human bullshit. Yeah. Stick to exactly. the rivers and streams that you're used to. <laughs> the crabs and fish that you're used yeah. to. I don't want no scrubs. All right? Yeah. Um, I think that's we're still talking about the same thing. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just so catchy. It's happy. The 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 melody in addition, the musical melody, not just the vocal melody, is so catchy with the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Like, it's recognizable immediately. And one of the best just musical and vocal melody combos in any song I think Disney's ever come up with. Um, so this is another one that was written by Alan Menken and Howard Ashman, um, and they intentionally tried to make it in this 
style of Calypso style, as you know, a lot of people call the island types of music. Matty Shapiro, somebody from Nickelodeon, uh, and he and he did an interview with Song Facts, and he says, "Under the Sea" by Alan Menken and Howard Ashman is one of those songs. It transcends the sense of sound to capture the child's full imagination. Kids love to visualize and role play, and a well-crafted song can initiate that type of creative environment. End quote. Um, yeah, I mean, it does. Like, you know exactly where they're trying to transport you to. Um, not just because the lyrics are under the sea. But it really create just it gives you everything you need for a perfect Disney and child song, and on top of it, it delivers a fucking cool message about like you know the grass isn't always greener, and sometimes where you are is better than you know what other people are dealing with. So to go back to the what I was talking about with our my honeymoon, um, we were on this boat tour, um, and it was just my wife and I because we were there during COVID, and nobody else, most people weren't allowed to travel, and so there was this. Uh, guy who's driving us around and Mark Zuckerberg's boat this giant massive fucking like middle finger to the rest of the world is just <laughs> off the coast of their island and the guy said that you know his son would ask him like why don't we have a big boat like that and his dad's response was like look around you he's like he brought his boat here this is where you live like everything yeah. this guy dreams of seeing is your backyard like and I think it's a similar kind of message of just, you know, just because somebody else has something that looks cool doesn't mean what you have is n- not better. And I think that that's an important lesson that she learns in that movie. Um, yeah. Cool. All right, Dan. Why don't we take it over to your number two pick? All right. Number two for me, a very popular phrase in Swahili is the language for this from this incredible, incredible film from the year... 1994, this is Hakuna Matata, Swahili for No Worries, sung by Nathan Lane, and the man playing Pumbaa is Ernie Sabella, and it is also uh, Jason Weaver, who was the young Simba voice, Um, or I guess teen Simba in this point. Yeah, I guess. Um, But this is, I love a song like this, a silly a goofy Nathan Lane is maybe the greatest comedic singer I've ever heard in my He's life. Do, he just is so good in this one, and for like, sure. This this movie had one of the most incredible casts of all time. Everybody in it's great. It even has Rowan Atkinson. Like everyone in it's great. And this song is perfect. There's a whole verse about how Pumbaa's farts scare everyone away, mm-hmm. so he doesn't have any friends. Mm-hmm. It's amazing, man. Um, Timon is maybe the best character because if anybody knows anything about when you go to the zoo, the meerkat section is the best part. Oh, it's so fun. Um, I could watch planet earth about meerkats for hours, especially when the guy that's photographing them and they come up to him and stand on top of him (laughs) so they can see further. Yeah. It's incredible. And this, oh dude, like Hakuna Matata, the scene when they're showing him how to eat bugs and like crack open logs and live off larvas and like it's just a great it's a great lesson man like hey we know your dad got murdered and your uncle's definitely banging your mom but like have you tried not caring yeah right (laughs) it's a great lesson to teach kids yeah if that ever Um, happens to you (laughs) if if your uncle murders your dad and uh, then takes over your your mom and her sisters as a harem after he tries to murder you after he tries to murder you yeah 
Like, just try Has this ever it. happened to you? Um, <laughs> you've, ever, you've ever been fired for a completely, totally unrelated incident. Yeah. They try to fire you a couple weeks later for performance? You sure about that? Um, so, yes. Uh, besides going down a hole, I think you should leave Rabbit Hole. The Lion King is, I mean, it's probably, I don't know if it's my favorite Disney movie. It's my favorite. But it's pretty close. Yeah, um, it's, it's my, one and two is Lion King and Aladdin. Aladdin is probably, I think Aladdin's mine. Um, if I, you know, gun to my head, it's probably my favorite, especially of the animated movies. Mm. Um, I love it. It's hard because, like, I prefer Pixar. I feel like they're just, what they did, like, It also came know. out, like, at a perfect time for us to be impressed by. Toy Story is such a perfect and even just, movie, too. But, I mean, like, the I love the idea, like, it's less about telling traditional folk stories or children's stories with animation and more just like what would be the coolest thing that would blow a kid's mind yeah if when you leave your house your toys come to life oh yeah like you know what i mean or it, yeah. what if the monsters in the closet are real and they have a whole society built on scaring <laughs> you like that's fucking great and the but bones then are their like, dollars that they're yeah. not actually going to hurt you yeah they just need you to scream so that they can have electricity yeah and it's like, they're not going to hurt you. They're friendly 99% of the time. Well, not all of them. Um, yeah, except for that one. that Was it Steve Buscemi that yeah. voiced that? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Um, hey there, fellow kids. Yeah. Uh, so, Dave, with that, what do you got up for us at number two? All right. Up at number two for me is A Whole New World from Aladdin. So um, we didn't make a rule that we could only do one per movie. So you're getting a double dose of the A-man here, Ali Ababwa, Prince Abubu. As he's <laughs> also referred to Prince in the movie. Abubu. Um, this is my, like I said, this is my second favorite Disney movie, and this is my favorite song. This is just a fucking beautiful piece of music. It's I, absolutely in, in, insane how good this is. I love this song. The only detractor is when you're at karaoke and that douche couple oh, decides yeah. they're going to get up and sing this song. True. And you're like, and it's never a couple who can sing, no. or it's a couple who can sing professionally, which is even worse. Yeah, that's definitely um, worse, because then you're like, just like, oh, get, get out of here. You're like, just like, knock it off. we get it. Like, we get it. Oh, you both took opera in college? <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, get the fuck yeah. off the stage, you or, loser. Yeah, yeah. Or it's just like, uh, and it's and it's long. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, just it's also like, not like upbeat like some of the other ones. No, no. Yeah, I mean, this it is a duet, so that's cool, and I think that's one of the cool parts about it. It's like, it is. It's also like, you know, right in the middle of of Aladdin lying through his teeth about who yeah. he is, about being even though rich. she even though she figures it out like immediately, but like he still ke- keeps the lie up. It's great. Um, it won an Oscar for uh, best song from a motion picture or a Grammy. I'm sorry. How could uh, it? How could it not? An Oscar. It won a Grammy and an Oscar. Excuse me. Um, and it was another one written by Alan Menken, but it was after Ashman's passing. So uh, Tim Rice took over for the lyrics on this one. Um, it's not the last uh, Menken contribution. The guy was a fucking powerhouse for Disney there for a while. But uh, yeah, so it's just beautiful. I mean, it's just an absolutely beautiful song from one of their best movies, The Carpet Ride. I mean, who, who wouldn't want to like take a princess on a magic carpet ride? And then ride? it ends with the fireworks. Yeah. Like, ugh. Who wouldn't want to lie to a princess yeah. and then take her on a magic carpet ride yeah. when your monkey is now turned into a elephant and oh, you have dude. a genie that can wish you anything 
Apu is the best character in, in oh, the yeah. whole movie. I love him so much. Iago's underrated too. As yeah, uh, Iago's definitely great. Um, what's his fu- Gilbert, Gilbert Godfrey? Godfrey. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One more of these crackers. Yeah. I can't R. do R. his. Yeah, I can't do his voice. Ugh. I don't think anybody else can. No. Um. All right, Dan. So before we get to our number one pick, what are some B sides that just missed the cut for you? All right, some ones that just missed the cut. Um, I would say Zero to Hero from Hercules. Yes. Um, Hercules is fucking awesome. I love, like, dude, Hades, what's his name? Um, it's fucking uh, James. James Woods. James Woods, and yeah. And he is so amazing in that. Like, yeah, he is. Dude, Danny DeVito is so good in and that. And they have him as, like, such this, like, bitchy, like, it's amazing, dude. He was so good. Dude, Meg, um, total babe. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Um, also, The Bells of Notre Dame. From the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Also, I think a very under undersung Disney movie because it's so dark. It is. It's very dark. What's the and What's the other one about the fire, like going into the flames or something like that, where like the priest guy like goes through like that's yeah. That song's awesome too, but yeah, it's just like ooh. it's crazy, and it, it definitely depicts the church as the evil part of it. So yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I can see why it's it's not shown as much. Um, I'll make a man out of you from Mulan. Yes. Oh, that Donny was close. Osmond. That was close for me. Um, that is such a great song. It really I is. I recently watched an interview with Donny Osmond talking about singing it, oddly enough, on like, I guess it came up in my algorithm because my phone listens to me and saw like me searching all this Disney stuff and looking for things. Um, that song is so fucking good of him just like, like, we're going to toughen you the fuck up. Like, this is, we got to defend ourselves from the Huns. Yeah. And like the, all the other guys are just complete slobs. You're just like, like it's just like a, like this is not an army, but I will make you an army, and it's mm-hmm. it's amazing. Also, uh, my name is James from James and the Giant Peach. That is why I was debating what my favorite Disney movie is, though technically it is stop motion claymation. James and the Giant Peach is my favorite Disney. Really, movie. it's a really good one. I don't know. It's so good, dude. It's very good. All of the bugs come to life. The grasshopper, Mm -hmm. the caterpillar lady. Like, it's amazing. I like it so much. It's very dark. Yeah. Um, That it is. It's just James searching for a family. And it's, oh, oh, it's rough. Yeah. But I love it so much. Uh, Those were the B-sides I had. What about you? So, I mentioned Gaston and how far I'll go. Um, Colors of the Wind, which I talked about in the weather ones. Yeah, that's Um, why I was like, we can't pick that. Dave's already got it. it. Well, I didn't include it, I, but I mentioned it as a B-side. Um, Whatever the song is that they, uh, when they're setting up the camp, and it's like the heave, ho, oh, ho. Oh, yeah, like yeah. When all the men are like working, yeah. that's a great song. Um, all the music from Robin Hood, the oodalali, oodalali, galley, what a day. That um, is, that I one's think, so good. That was one of my favorites as a that's kid. That's my favorite of the classic Disney movies. Yeah, it's so good. Like King Richard is the... Uh, Yep, and the phony, the pox on a phony King of England song. Yep. Oh, also, uh, what's it called? This is my other B side. I forgot to mention. Um, I want to be like you from the Jungle Book. Yes. Ooh wee wee, I want to be like you. Woo woo. That one's really walk good. Walk like you, talk like you. Dude, uh, everybody wants to be a cat by Scatman Crothers and <laughs> Thrill Ravenscroft from the Aristocats. Yeah, dude. Talk about a powerhouse of names. Um, being involved in in one song, Scatman Crothers. And Thurl Ravenscroft. Thurl Ravenscroft, if you don't know who he is, he does the voice 
uh, over for the Grinch and does the Grinch song. Yeah. It's that like that really, and that's his like yeah, speaking like, voice. He's so too. grouchy. And it's like, I would be too if there was a guy singing songs about what a piece of shit I am every yeah, 10 right? minutes. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> like, oh, man. He's a scoundrel. Like, what the fuck, man? He's trying to live my life. He He's a crooked jerky jockey and he drives a crooked hoss i don't want anybody saying that yeah. about hey, me man if whatever that is hey man i'm a person yeah <laughs> um kiss the girl and part of your world both from little mermaid were incredible um you'll be in my heart from the tarzan soundtrack there's no way i you, anybody would let me get away with putting a phil collins song I, in here. there's a reason i left him off yeah it's a great song though i have it, it is a very good a song. song uh what's this from the nightmare before christmas um one of the classics that just missed out, uh, When You Wish Upon a Star from Pinocchio, is beautiful, but it's just too slow. Like It, it is. Um, it just didn't didn't make the cut for that reason. Uh, Hi-Ho from uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Also, Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Yes. By Elton John yeah. on Lion King. Yeah, that one is like, just... The uh, song, the part where he bangs. Yeah. Where the lions bang. They literally banged. <laughs> Like, they banged missionary position. <laughs> Two like lions. He, he, like, laid her on her back. Dude, the little dicky rap about the Lion King yeah, when he about talks like about getting a boner. How that was his first boner that oh he ever got. Oh, my God. It's one of the funniest things. And then it ends things. with him. He's like, yeah, I was, I was just joking about that. Yeah, I was joking about that part. Right, right guys? Um, um, she lays back and gives him that very, like, fuck me look. <laughs> uh, it's real, man. It's really funny. Yeah. Uh, that's, that also, was, like, the first big... Like that Controversial, was the first big, like, like or like platinum like selling yeah. song from a Disney movie that yeah. was like huge. Oh yeah. Um and I guess that's it. I mean there's so many other good ones, uh, but and there's a lot from like movies that are like there's there's good stuff from Dumbo, but that movie's kinda racist, so I didn't want to include that. Yeah, it hasn't aged real well. No. Um but also like they didn't they wouldn't have made the cut anyway. I guess we shouldn't, you know, overlook the fact that Walt Disney was uh, not a great dude by all accounts. Um, definitely a Nazi supporter. Yeah, definitely contributed money to them. And his his daughter has said recently that he was not a good person, that we shouldn't be using his quotes, even though like everybody in corporate America uses his quotes constantly, uh, which I think is very funny and stupid, but that's corporate America. Um, oh, and you know which one I didn't include? It, that is one of my favorite melodies in all of music, in any way is uh peter and the wolf which is a disney yeah. movie but the russian guy who wrote it uh prokefiev or i can't remember his name he um he brought it to disney like it wasn't written for something that already existed okay so i didn't really feel right about that there's actually a cool video that is on youtube where the russian guy shows all of the parts on the piano to walt disney um, and has like a translator like explaining to Walt Disney what each one is. Like he'll be like, "This is for the." I can't grandpa. believe Walt Disney would have intentionally met with a Ruski. Well, <laughs> like he may have like he was he was super like anti-communist, anti-union. Yeah, he probably brought him here like kind of like Project Paperclip style. Yeah, like just like, to like totally steal him <laughs> to make the fucking yeah. not a nuclear bomb but a nuclear hit. I don't know where that's going. All right, Dan. So, we'll see how this goes with, uh, you know, trying to build some suspense here. So, those are the ones that didn't make the cut. So, what yeah, so are, what's left? What's, what's left number here? one? What's number one for you? Number one for me comes from, oh, this is, this is it, man. This is The Bare Necessities. 
written by Bruce Reithman and Phil Harris from the film The Jungle Book, 1967. This is... It's sung by Baloo to Mowgli just about how, like, hey, man, you don't have to have everything in the world to be happy. Look at me. I've like all I've got is the bare necessities, and it's it's jazzy. I was just gonna say, fun. folks, if you thought he couldn't find a way to get a jazzy Disney song in here, then you just, I did it. You were just you. We caught you sleeping. Is all I can say because he did it, and it's it's perfect. It's incredible, and this I think is the only one that the case is made for the live action being fine, mainly because a they kept Mowgli a kid. They didn't make him an adult, which was the best move they could have done. And B, it's mostly CGI'd animals, and the voice cast they hired was incredible. Baloo is voiced by Bill Murray, and I remember sitting there watching the movie with my with uh, my little brother Liam, and he was like maybe seven eight maybe and I was watching we were watching for maybe like 30 minutes and I was like I swear to god if there's not a song in here we're turning this off and then immediately Bear Necessity starts up and I was like I'm in I'm in for all of it you got he's me. in there dude King Louie is fucking uh, Christopher Walken like human I wanna be like you like it's <laughs> so good um, Shere Khan is Idris Elba that was a great cast like it's Casting great man it's, it's so good um, I can't remember who Bagheera was, but I mean, The Jungle Book was, that was my first Disney movie love. It was the first one I saw that I went like, I love this so much. From very young, my mom will tell you the story about me running around singing Bear Necessities, only knowing the word Bear Necessities. So I would go, it's the Bear Necessities, the Bear, the bear Necessities. And I would just run around our house singing that. Dude, when he runs up to the palm tree and starts scratching his back on it, pulls the fish up or the uh, the little bug up and uses it as the horn for the cornet solo there. I love it so much, man. There's a tuba solo in here. This shit rips. And it's... It's so good. I'm always about the Disney songs that are just like the like, hey, man, just like let it go and like be chill. I know. Like, the upbeat ones are this so This Hakuna Matata. Like, yeah. I love all of them, man. The yeah. Uh, it's great. Jungle Book was awesome. I think the updated one was still great. I'd still put it on. The fire scene at the end is awesome. It's great. I can't love it more. Uh, Dave, what did you get for number one? All right. Up at number one for me. The drum roll. I'm just going to, before I even say it, I'm going to play the opening sounds because you're all going to know what it is immediately. Oh. I'll give a quick pause. Yeah, that's right. It's the fucking Circle of Life from The Lion King. Ha! Like, seven years. Like, it could not even hit the second. Just from, it's like, uh, it's like, it reminds me of like the, uh, Welcome to the Black Parade of just like that single piano note. Yeah. You know exactly, all yeah, you have to hear is this, ha! And yeah, like, you know exactly, I know exactly what's what fucking coming is. here. All the animals, every fucking animal in the kingdom shows up. Yep. To and watch bends the fucking knee. Yep. And bends the knee while Rafiki holds Simba up to the skies. Puts, puts the pain on his head. Yep. It is just, this is on beautiful. On Pride Rock. Yeah, dude. It's, Lion King's my favorite movie, so obviously I was going to choose a song from that movie. Dude, it's literally like, 
I wa- this is the one I watched last night with with Tully, and it is it has like everything. Like if you like in the beginning, it's like oh, there's just gonna be a lot of like good lessons about like that a dad t- can teach a, a child, and then he fucking dies. Yep. And I'll never, I'll never forget that one as a kid. Just being like, no, 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 he's you know, fine. It's a perfect lesson too because like. Lions don't have old man lions hanging around. No, but that's it's, not yeah. how it goes. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, but it's not all, always because your your brother pulls your claws off of the cliff instead of saving your life, dude. Um, when he drops him, yeah, uh, that scene when he's trying to get his dad up, mm-hmm. and that's like, get, get heartbreaking. Up, dad. And then he's like, "Look what you did, you little jerk." Yeah, basically, and it's like. Uh. It's wild, too, because, like, it's very well known that in Disney movies, both parents rarely, if ever, are present for the whole movie. It is rare, however, that one of them is killed off in the movie. Usually it's, this, like... This and Bambi, right? And Finding Nemo. Is The Land Before Time a Disney movie? I don't remember. I don't know if it is, but that's a, that's a pretty horrific Yeah, day. that's true, too. Yeah, so it's just like they don't often always show it, and when they did, after you had already like kind of gone through an, emo- an emotional roller coaster with Simba, whew, man, that that was a rough one as a kid. That was rough, yeah. And that's why we needed something as brilliant as Akuna Matata to bring us back. Yeah, and also just like th- think about the fucking voice cast of this: Jeremy Irons playing Scar, yeah, and then fucking uh, James Earl Jones as Mufasa. Dude, when he's in the crushes when he's the it. Cloud Mufasa. Yes. From Lion Heaven. Yes. Simba. Yeah, like, dude. It's so deep and so Also, the perfect. jokes of like, what is that shadowy space? That is Kensington, Simba. <laughs> like, you must never go there. <laughs> That's hilarious. But, like, all those memes are great. That's so um, funny. Um, so this one, uh, written by Elton John, he, he has his own version that was on the radio back in the day when we were, uh, kids. So he, Circle of Life and Can You Feel the Love Tonight are the two most popular probably of his that he does, that he did from there. But he has actually gone on record and said that he much prefers this song because of the lyrics. He prefers this version. Still plays it live, uh, plays this live and not Can You Feel the Love Tonight. So if Elton John likes this one more than the other one then I'm obviously yeah, going to go I with think, the one that he did you know oh, what I mean like he did and prefers it cool oh, I'm with you Biggie's 100% right this is the better song oh absolutely um, and yeah I just it just it it completes the movie because they do it again at the end it's the full circle it's got yep. it's got all the metaphors you want in it of Simba bringing his son yep Yep, Ugh. and and becoming king and you also know, Whoopi Goldberg was one of the hyenas yes and fucking uh, Cheech Marin yeah, oh, yes. <laughs> and then the other one like didn't really have a voice. It was a wild cast. Oh, and you know what I forgot? It's not Lion King related, but it's Aladdin related. Have you seen the conspiracy theories that Aladdin takes place in the future? No, it's, it's a, a post-apocalyptic world. Yeah, because, because of some of the trinkets in the cave, right? and because uh, the genie comes out and says ten thousand years will give you such a creak in the neck, and then references pop culture. From, from our time. time. So it was like he does a Jack Nicholson impression. Yeah. So if he's seen Jack Nicholson and been in a lamp for 10,000 years, that must mean that Agrabah takes place sometime at least 10,000 years in the future when oh, there's been a nuclear shit. holocaust and society has reverted back to... Back to the sands. Back to like ancient Arabic times. 
Jesus. It's it's ironclad. You can't that's poke any amazing. holes in that. Yeah, that's, it's obviously what happened. That's really solid stuff. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I always love that too. Um, but yeah, so I mean, like these. What more can we say? This is this has been so fun. I'm gonna be walking around singing these for the next like month. Uh, My drive here you. was literally like the poor Starbucks employee that was like, "How can I help you?" As I was like, "Never had a friend. Never had a friend." <laughs> Like oh uh, uh shit uh, uh I mean uh I immediately double. pull my immediate my like uh fake like inflatable back car seat like pin mm-hmm. like uh there's a kid in here yeah <laughs> quiet down back there yeah. Yeah. I'm not one of those weird Disney adults yeah oh god yeah those people are fucking weird man weird subculture it's real strange yeah I don't know. I've never been so maybe it is that great but to like have that be like your personality I mean, is don't get me wrong something. Disney World's tight. I'm sure it, like is. it is. It's great. And the but the best thing about Disney World is being there with like a six year old. Right. Yeah. To have like somebody playing Gaston come up to you and being handsome. That's exactly like and who like, wouldn't like that? Dude, that like have you seen those videos of that dude that's Gaston in Disney World? That's yeah. he's like amazing. Yeah, like doing and the like one guy challenges push-ups. him to like a push up contest. Yeah. He's like, Oh, you look like you're getting tired. Maybe you could use a hand and then starts ripping him one handed. I was like, This dude Whatever he's making, double it. Yeah. Because, like, this is great. I'm sure he's making plenty. And then he no, throws... No, actually, the, I'm sure he's not. I'm sure they're making plenty. he throws the one plenty. woman out because she, like, groped him. And Good he was him. like, get the fuck out of here. And she's not like, my part. what, are you serious? He's like, there's kids here. What's the matter with you? Yeah, for like, real. get out of here. Yeah, Disney adults. And he's like, I'm not joking. Freaks. Go. Yeah. And she's like, oh, ugh. And you're like, don't fucking touch him, dude. Like, get out of here, a, Karen. Yeah, yeah, like, he's not a prop, bro. Yeah. But he's, I mean, Gaston's great. Disney World rules. Yeah, I'm sure I'll make it there. Especially, like, when you get to the Harry Potter thing. And, and Star like, Wars stuff. You can like wave the wand in Diagon Alley and stuff interacts. Oh, that's Because it's like dope. a computer chip in it. That's dope. That it recognizes. So like, oh, it's yeah. pretty sick, dude. Uh, <laughs> like, I love all the B-sides are coming into my ear right now, too. This is just so fucking magical. <laughs> I'm back under Disney the Disney music rules. Disney it movies does. rule. Yeah, the music. I know the, the company's awful and we shouldn't give the mouse our money, but. No. It's great. Yep, and care. and it, especially like in the '90s when it was just you know hit after hit after hit of these movies being the best that they ever put out in my opinion. They really like the '70s was big for Disney, and then so is the '90s. Yeah, they were yeah. they're back. Oh shit, I forgot about a beat side from Oliver and Company, the one that Billy Joel does. The I don't know if I know that movie. Oh, it's so good. It's he's a dog that lives in New York City. <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's so fucking good. He's yeah, it's really good. You got, you I'm trying to, to think if there player. was any music in 101 Dalmatians. Yeah, there's a Cruella DeVille song that's not bad, but I think that's yeah, basically it. Yeah. yeah, but there's a lot of like instrument because he's like a jazz pianist in the movie. Yeah, like he's almost like he's a songwriter. I always mix up the dad. Is there a dad in the Aristocats, or am I just thinking of him? I don't know. It's been a long time uh, since I saw the Aristocats. Same. Well, what about the uh, the Rescuers. Oh, another classic. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, we should probably cut it off there before we keep guessing we at things keep we haven't yet. <laughs> <Disney movies? laughs> all right, everyone. Hopefully, you enjoyed this just as much as we did. Uh, let us know what your favorites are on social media, and don't forget to like and subscribe on your favorite podcasting app so you're kept up to date on the new episodes when they are released. Dan, tell everyone where they can find us. All right, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram under at D and D Music Factory. That's the letter D, the letter N, and the letter D again, followed by Music Factory. Uh, you can find me personally at, at lukewarmsteveaustin on Instagram and D-